Hey there, this is Passing Notes with Ashley and Shanda. I am Shanda Sung and I'm a comedian. And I'm Ashley Morgan and I'm a farmer. We have been best friends since we were nine years old. Welcome to our show where we teach each other all kinds of things that cover our wide range of knowledge and interests. Today's theme is conspiracy theories. Oh, yes. I'm excited for this one. This was hard to narrow down. Yeah. Because there are a lot of good ones. Yes. I, I, I always love the way people's minds work when coming up with conspiracies, because there's always a part of me that's like, man, I never would have made that connection. You're so smart. Like (laughs) getting these like really random things and putting them together to make it seem like it's fact. And yeah. And then it's always weird when like years later, it turns out to actually be fact. Can you believe like all those conspiracy theorists were like, I freaking told you. (laughs) I said said it. (laughs) This also sounds like you have a lot of respect for uh, cult leaders, which I am concerned about. You live in the woods. I think you could easily be taken in. Uh, My husband is very charismatic leader. So I mean, (laughs) it's true. Uh, (laughs) He just stands out there with all the chickens like coming to him to uh i don't know follow him to <laughs> they wherever. do follow us <laughs> they do follow us we have the food they're yeah. not dummies all right well we need to just make sure he's not around large groups of people <laughs> from now on not pandemic related we're just really concerned about <laughs> the possibility of a cult in the future <laughs> Uh, yeah. The thing that I read about conspiracies that I really found interesting was a, a quote that was like, conspiracy thinking is attractive to people because it feels like critical thinking. Yeah, me. That's what I just said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it feels like, you know, you're making a logical argument because, OK, well, this is something that not everyone sees. But I am thinking critically and I'm being hyper intelligent because I can pick up on these things when really uh, you're kind of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and it just feels like you're really thinking things through, uh, but not so much in actual- actuality. But uh, yeah. Before Some of we them get... I think are pretty brilliant. Yes. I will. I, I, yes. Like the, the conclusions that they like sasquatch sasquatches i don't i'm not a big believer in sasquatch yeah at all no. never uh but the people believe that like yeah wholeheartedly and like good on them but it's amazing how they're like <laughs> did you ever see the like sasquatch hunter show and that no. guy there was like this guy who could like do a sash sasquatch call and so it's just like <laughs> him on camera going <laughs> like making all these weird noises <laughs> How do you know? How do you know that's what? It's probably just a bear fart is like all he's like mimicking. He's like, I heard it out in the woods once. I know it's the mating call with the Sasquatch. It sounds like that's that's the call. That's the mating call. Uh, If you're if you're trying that hard, if you're looking that hard for clues, you're going to find them everywhere. Of course you you are. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, evidence be damned. Okay, so. Before we get into our actual conspiracies, uh, I did find another horoscope from high school. Ooh. So this is... Speaking of believing in odd things. Odd things. I don't want to... I don't... 
I don't want to alienate our listenership because I do know that there are a lot of astrologically inclined people, but I I laugh at you. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the pod. I don't believe what you believe, but I have been told that the reason is because I'm a Virgo. <laughs> so it's very I'm a, Virgo of you. <laughs> it's very Virgo of me to think that my virgoness is not a trait <laughs> but uh if if anybody missed the i don't know when we did it the the last time was it episode three that we did the first that i pulled out the first horoscope I can't uh, episode four i think okay well the listeners know our diehards <laughs> our 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 noters our our passers uh, i don't know we'll come up with a name for you send us an email what do you want us to call you <laughs> our group our fan group <laughs> people that we already knew who decided to listen to this podcast because we asked them to <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh yes so ashley and i used to do this fun thing in high school where we would write each other fake uh horoscopes that were based a hundred percent in whatever drama we were steeped in at the moment <laughs> and i have one this is just a short one and it's a little catty. Ooh. So I don't know what was going on between the two of us, but here we go. Horoscope for December, Virgo. Love and relationships are everywhere. You just have to know where to look. Take advantage of a friend's popularity. Just don't steal her men and the friendship will remain nice. Remember, <laughs> you're next. <laughs> Uh, was that me trying to say like i got all the dudes i had zero dudes no dudes i don't know what i was thinking well i wonder what my horoscope was prior to that that i was like i'm gonna get all the dudes yeah my horoscope said so and i'm you so can't popular have any. <laughs> you can't have any i'm so popular that i spend all of my free time writing fake horoscopes <laughs> between all the dudes between that I all got. the dudes but remember i'm next you are so, next. I'll as long as I don't steal your man. I'll throw you a bone. <laughs> you can have a sloppy second. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? When Tyler starts the cult. You're and, in. And I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> You're next. <laughs> uh, I'm next. As usual, this has gone somewhere weird. Before we've even gotten started. Before we've gotten started on the weird stuff. It went weird. <laughs> Let's get even weirder. So, yeah, I think you're up first. Tell me tell me about Ooh. some craziness. Okay. My conspiracy is around the Denver airport. Mm. And one of the things that I love about this is that it incorporates like 10 conspiracies into one one facility <laughs> it's really what it's about so yeah, bang for your buck you know so for those uh listeners that don't already know i was a flight attendant for many years like right out of high school and then i was a flight attendant for like 10 years after that and i was based in indianapolis for a while and then i ended up moving out to denver so i was actually based out of the denver airport so i was in and out of there a lot and with that i heard all the stories you know the locals would tell the stories and the people would live there for years you know they were they would tell you all the conspiracies about the airport and it was great so i i had an, an idea of some of these already and so i knew 
when we had discussed about this topic, I was like, yes, I'm going to do that one because I want to dig a little deeper into this because I only remember a few things. And so, yes, it's it's super cool. Um, the a little bit of history about that area was that there was a small airport there in what was called the Stapleton area. And it was a smaller airport. Denver wasn't that big in the late 80s. I mean, kind of, but, you know, not compared to what it is now. And so once the city started to grow out into the kind of suburbs area, Stapleton area started to become kind of enclosed around the airport. And so people started complaining about the noise and the traffic and all this. And so the city was looking for kind of a, a really cool big project that they could do. And they're like, sweet, perfect. Let's go build a big ass airport miles away. Yeah. And it won't bother anybody because Colorado is, you know, lousy with land. So yeah. <laughs> especially back in the late 80s, early 90s. So they decided to build this big, amazing airport that would attract more people and build the area up and it'd be great. So... They proposed uh, this airport. They bought 34,000 acres. Hmm. And so this airport was supposed to open in October of 1993, but delays uh, had it pushed back to February of 1995. It was also $2 billion over budget. <laughs> Whoops. Billion with a B <laughs> billion dollars over budget. And it was already like a five billion dollar. And this is like early 90s money. Yeah. So, right, like, yeah. Um, but a lot of the reason that it was delayed and it was over budget was because of design changes <laughs> made throughout the building of this. Like they had already started and they kept doing design changes. And then they were having labor contract issues. So they were switching crews a lot. Well, while this was being built, there were some people that already were already speculating that this was being done on purpose, hmm. that they were doing the design changes and they were doing the, the crew changes so often. So that way, no one would truly know the scope of the project. So mm. that way, you know, when you have enough design changes, the crew who worked on the first blueprints aren't the same crew that are working on the second and third. It's a different crew every single time. Ooh, so it's now easy that, to sneak in weird things. Right, right. So one of the things that they do know is that there are six levels underground this airport. Underneath this airport, there are six levels, uh, one of which is the train system, you know, one of which is a baggage sorting handling system that was supposed to be all automated huh. and before it even got opened it was a disaster the bags were getting thrown everywhere busted there was like clothes and like they did like a trial run <laughs> for like the investors or whoever and it was an absolute disaster and so they were like okay never mind we're gonna scratch that idea that didn't work but there are several other levels that it seems like a lot of real estate down there that people were like what is all this space down here? Six levels underground. Well, there's a thought that perhaps there are there's tunnels, tunnel systems that people don't know about. Because, again, the crew who built the tunnels are perhaps not the same crew yeah. that built the main terminal. So there's thoughts that there's a tunnel system that can hold like 
trucks. Like you can drive trucks through these tunnels to the from Denver Airport to the various military bases mm. around the area, like all the way up to Cheyenne, all the way down to Colorado Springs. And then there's like a Rocky Mountain one somewhere in the foothills that so they're thinking that there are tunnel systems that go like hundreds of miles. Huh. underneath the ground and from denver airport nobody noticed that these were being built right so all the, across i don't know the thing it's just storage true, for but... teeny tiny wine bottles that's all it is yeah, i swear little bitty packs of peanuts <laughs> <laughs> we can pack so many snacks down here <laughs> so there's a thought that that is happening but when you look also, when you look at the uh, what's above ground, there's also some weird stuff that's going on above ground. So it's on 34,000 acres, which is a huge amount of land. Mm -hmm. And people were noticing once once it was kind of finished or, you know, yeah, once it was finished and kind of starting to be used now, people were noticing that there were outbuildings that were unusual for an airport you know you got usual mm -hmm. hangars and you got your usual maintenance uh spaces and storage buildings and whatever but there were outbuildings that were kind of way out of the way or odd number of them or just mm -hmm. really weird stuff and they're like what is with all these outbuildings now it was probably just hey we've got all the space let's yeah. put some more buildings in case we need more storage but a lot of people were looking at it going what's going on in those buildings <laughs> also if you look at the airport from above, the runways are positioned in such a way that they make the shape of a swastika. Whoops. So there are, there are people. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that was just an unfortunate design. <laughs> but there are people who think that was done on purpose. Yeah. So what the nazis flying overhead can be like oh yeah that's where we're supposed to land see the swastika yeah. that's everything that's that's all we know that's the only yeah place we know. Uh, probably Nazi has to do with crop circles i mean <laughs> yeah. if you think about a swastika the way the arms shoot off seem fairly logical for creating multiple runways so the planes aren't running into each other i'm no expert uh, you know, nor I'm, am I a Nazi. So I, I feel like I'm I should say an, that. Right. Not a Nazi, not an engineer, not really sure how this works. So I'm just <laughs> it gonna... does just seem like a whoopsie doodle. <laughs> yeah. Um, and another thing is that was kind of odd about the the layout of the land was the uh, and I don't know if this is true, um, but somebody had said that the fence that went around the property the barbed wire that was around the top was facing inward like a prison, Ooh. not outward to keep people out. Uh, Tyler and I did look it up. It has since been changed. If it was that way at all, it has since been changed. So again, <laughs> that was probably another, whoops, some dummy put it on backwards. <laughs> but it's of course, because the they kept they kept losing crew, the, the building <laughs> crews. They're like, finish this job. We're <laughs> barbed wiring you in here. Right. <laughs> Exactly. They're like, you just stay in. Finish I assume, this. I assume that you just Googled it or something, but I like to imagine that Tyler was at work last week and he hopped out of the plane and walked <laughs> over to the edge and checked out <laughs> checked out the top oh, yeah, of look the at fence. That fence. Yeah, look at that. And that's why planes know? are delayed. Yeah. Because <laughs> we gotta go check out conspiracy theories. <laughs> so yeah, okay. So this is all the stuff that's going on without 
even people in there like this yeah. is just in the building stages the design <laughs> stages the the everything there's all this like what are they doing in there what are they building you know what why is this in the shape of a swastika what are these outbuildings you know are we trying to keep people in not out like and so there was of course all this even before it was finished there was all this scandal already around it but then one of the really cool things that i i i love uh is the the dedication capstone which is the stone block that essentially says we dedicate this to the people blah 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 from all these contributors this that and another but underneath that capstone is uh, a time capsule hmm. and the the capstone actually says on it uh something along the lines of within this capsule are uh, notes and memorabilia to the people of Colorado to be opened in 2094 or something. Mm -hmm. But uh, apparently nobody made an itemized list of the stuff that went in there <laughs> and they can't remember. So there's a lot of people that are like, what's in there? Nobody knows what's in there. <laughs> like, we got to know. I was Probably like, it's prob nothing. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> forgot to put stuff in there. Or it's just a bunch of junk that people are going to open up this up and be like, what is a Walkman? What is this? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, my, okay, I'm, I'm going to go on a tangent and tell you about the time capsule that I opened recently. Oh, I don't boy. know that I've actually told you this. Um, so my mom's house, the house that I grew up in, that's right next door to the house that you grew up in, was torn down and turned into a dollar general which is really just the worst country song i've ever heard yay progress <laughs> yeah. they bulldozed my home and turned it into a dollar general the dealers are great but my heart is aching <laughs> that's pretty good yeah that's our new theme song anyway so years ago when i was a kid we put up a closet in the house and i we had a faint recollection. My brother and I had a faint recollection that we put a time capsule in the wall of the closet <laughs> that we put up. And my mom didn't remember it at all, but we're like, I know we did something. And so a few weeks before she moved out of the house, we, I went over there with a hammer and we just <laughs> beat, <laughs> beat it. And my brother was, was out of town. He lives up in Chicago. And so I did it on FaceTime. So I'm like holding my phone on FaceTime while I'm, hitting this wall that's with a hammer find, like a skeleton falls out of the wall like <laughs> yeah. that's that's an unfortunate thing well i i finally found it and i opened it up and it was a phone book for from 1990 whatever and uh a, a purdue boilermakers pennant and <laughs> a um and a program for that year's pickle fest which is <laughs> a not great festival in our hometown <laughs> <laughs> and those were the things that we we're like, yeah, this is what we're going to want to see. This is what future us is. I mean, when we're I don't adults. know what I thought was going to be in there, like gold doubloons or something. But yeah. <laughs> it was Stuff that beanie babies that are now worth hundreds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was underwhelming. And um, <laughs> now it is buried underneath the Dollar General <laughs> <laughs> in the rubble with, with the rest of my memories. That's probably what's in the Denver airport time capsule yeah. is just pickle fest <laughs> flyers and uh purdue boilermakers pennant <laughs> stuff this small town indiana kids will find exciting <laughs> yeah but yeah so there's the time capsule that of course people are like oh we don't know what's in it it's crazy uh but another thing about this uh capstone was 
on it is the symbol for the Freemasons. Ah, yeah, and that's, that's, I mean, there's no way around people being suspicious of that. Right. And, you know, all the stuff that goes into that. And then, you know, the, the segue into the Illuminati is involved and all sorts yeah, of stuff. Whoever made that decision to put that on there was like, oh, oh, this will get them riled up. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Uh, so it gets worse, though, because the also on that capstone, it says, uh, you know, contributed by the New World Airport Commission. And that's not a thing. That wasn't a thing. <laughs> now, when Tyler and I were talking about it, he's like, that's probably just what the investors and builders and people just called themselves. Yeah. Like the new the New World Airport Commission. But, you know, New World sounds like New World Order. Yeah. And so you've got the Freemasons, you know, Illuminati's in there, all the speculation around the building of it. Now you've got New World Airport Commission. Now, the official statement from the, you know, airport people and the city people are like, oh, well, you know, the Freemasons only did the capstone like they weren't involved in any of the building. And, you know, New World Airport, that's just a typo. They meant like new comma World Airport Commission because it's an international airport. And of course, there's. Uh, nothing that conspiracy theorists uh believe more than official government statements. Yeah, so of course they're going to be like, "You lie, you yeah. lie to my face." Uh, that that's a pretty like hemming and hawing kind of right. answer. Anyway, well, you know, it would. I mean, if it, if there was a comma in there, it would be <laughs> apparent that we're not up to anything. Right. It's fine. It's fine. So okay, there's that conspiracy theory. Now the thing about the airport itself is that they commissioned or they stated in the budget that they wanted to commission artwork like one percent of the budget goes to commissioning art to make it a very art friendly airport you you know you want to come see and you want to come come hang out in so they commissioned two very large murals one is in the east side and one is on the west side and uh these each mural is split into two different scenes and it's divided up by like a door, like an employees only access door, whatever. But uh, the first mural is called In Peace and Harmony with Nature. And the one side shows fire and pollution and death and animals in cages and Jeez. children, children laying in open graves. Now, mind you, this is a massive mural. It takes up a whole wall and it's graphic and it shows dead kids in like open coffins and it's bizarre yes. and then on the other side of that same one it then shows you know animals living in nature and with people and people are smiling and it's colorful and it's bright and it's peaceful so it's like one side shows chaos and destruction the other side shows you know this nice peaceful utopia yeah the other mural on the other side of the terminal is called children of the world dream of peace and on one side, it shows a soldier in a olive green trench coat with a gas mask and, you know, a hat. One of those like 
it makes you think of like the Nazi officers hats or, you know, a yeah. pilot's hat. Or, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's got what he's got one of those hats on. He's got a gas mask. He's wearing this big, long trench coat, trench coat. He's uh, got a machine gun in one hand. He's got a sword in another. And that sword is skewering a dove, Jeez. like a peace dove. And then it shows like dead bodies laying at his feet. And then there's a whole line of people like women holding infants and everybody's all gray and emaciated. It's supposed to be like famine or something like that. Again, Yikes. graphic and terrifying. Yeah. yeah. In an airport mural. Yeah. Huge. Like, and then the other birds side. or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. Couldn't have made a nice mountainscape. Yeah. Um, then the other side of that one shows the soldier is dead and laying on the ground at the bottom. And then it's got all of these children in all these different uh, cultural clothes. So it's like a multicultural group of children laughing, singing, playing music. There's this giant rainbow above them, all's happy and colorful and bright. And so there are people that are, you know, kind of saying, well, this is how they're depicting the end of the world. It's going to be pollution, fire, destruction of habitat and or warfare and famine, you know, man-made, all these man-made things. Uh, but the only ones who are going to survive are the children and the animals is essentially like what it's <laughs> yeah. showing on the on the other side. So Ooh, that second one sounds like the kids are like dancing on the grave of this. Of the, yeah. Soldier. I mean, that's some Lord of the Fly shit right there. Yeah. <laughs> like, yikes. But the I think the my favorite conspiracy of all the conspiracies around the Denver airport is the blue Mustang that sits in the front entrance of the airport property. So as you are coming, as you're driving up the main Pena Boulevard is the name of the road, as it splits off into arrivals, whatever, there is at the split a giant blue horse. And this horse is 32 feet tall, 9,000 pounds of fiberglass. It is bright blue with red glowing eyes okay and it was it's, its official name is blue mustang but <laughs> locals call it blucifer <laughs> because it is terrifying <laughs> it is this rearing horse showing his teeth glowing eyes it is demonic looking and there are people that think it's possessed yeah. or that it uh is representing the four horsemen of the apocalypse and all this other scary stuff. Now, the the crazy thing about it, though, and why it is kind of not only is it creepy looking, but people think it's a bad omen because during the building of this horse, it was the artist whose name is uh, Luis Jimenez, I think is how you say his name. He was almost done building this horse and a piece of it fell off onto him, severed an artery in his leg, and he ah. bled out. He died. This horse ah. killed its creator. So everyone was like, it's cursed. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> it's awful. I'm on it board was, with that one. I yeah. mean, I don't know about, uh, you know, the Illuminati things or whatever, but, <laughs> That's but that stretch. horse. Yeah. That He's thing got some bad juju at the very sure. least. <laughs> So it was supposed to be uh, presented at the opening of the airport back in 95. But because that happened, mm -hmm. it was delayed. 
and eventually the family and friends finished it, which it was mostly done. They just kind of put it back together, sent it to California to be painted. It came back. They, I think, set it up in like 2008 or mm. something like that. So, yes, this uh, this story and, you know, they the uh, airport officials and city officials and those people kind of representing Denver denied a lot of this stuff for a long time. They'd get all butthurt about it when you, mm-hmm. you know, when anybody would mention it or stories would be run in, in, in local media or whatever. They'd be like, no, no, stop. Not even yeah. don't like it's a bad image on us. Now they've kind of embraced it because yeah, people are just not? loving it. I'm loving it. Like everybody's <laughs> loving it. All these conspiracy theories. So they actually started embracing it. And in 2019, so just recently, they actually did. They actually installed uh, these interactive uh, storytelling gargoyles. It's literally gargoyles up on these pedestals that you push a button and it'll tell you about all the conspiracies. It's mouth moves and all this stuff. It tells you the history and conspiracies. And I was thinking like myself from the hunchback of Notre Dame, the, the Disney movie is, does that have talking no. gargoyles? Yeah, yes. But I was thinking to myself, like, why gargoyles? Yeah, why, why are you adding more creepy shit horse? to your <laughs> to your already creepy airport like you couldn't have picked like i don't know a beautiful mountain lion or yeah. a little prairie dog something that represents <laughs> denver colorado a a, a a big horn sheep or yeah. something that it's just its mouth moves and it talks and it tells you about fun things about colorado no you had to pick a scary ass gargoyle <laughs> to go with your scary ass horse and your scary ass murals <laughs> i'm telling you they need to if they're gonna lean into it they need to put some like horns and a forked tongue on this horse like get it like get some smoke machines around this thing especially for the like the red eye flights like when Uh, you're already bleary and exhausted you're like oh my god jesus what is that (laughs) i'll tell you what though that horse is creepy when the weather is like when it's storming there was one time i was i think i was going to the airport to actually pick up somebody and it was there were storms so as you're driving up on this horse there's like lightning flashing behind the horse and it's lit from the bottom so like all you see are like these glowing hooves and the eyes are glowing and there's lightning in the background you're like (laughs) if you're driving up at that point to get on a plane like you change that flight yeah i'd I'd nope the hell right out of there like nope 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 not dying today not today satan (laughs) like nice try blucifer not gonna happen yeah i uh it was foggy one time that i went there too and the lights glow the eyes glow through the fog that's That's creepy as hell too yeah so Anyway, I, I love I love the the story of the Denver airport because it, I felt like it was. Do you remember those? Uh, uh, when I was doing the research for this, it felt like those uh, Stefan on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you like conspiracy theories, you're going to love the Denver airport. <laughs> it's got the Illuminati. It's got the Freemasons. It's got barbed wire fencing. It's got religious omens. <laughs> it's got, you know, the wealthy elite. It's got scary murals. <laughs> <laughs> it's got everything. It does. But yeah, so the whole the whole idea, I think so a lot of people, of course, you know, yes, you do have religion in there. You have some of the, you know, Illuminati and swastikas and Nazis and all this, you know, but I think I think the general consensus for a lot of conspiracy theorists is that this was built with the intention of being a like safe haven for uh, military higher ups, wealthy people, Mm -hmm. uh, 
under with underground bunkers when society collapses i think is ultimately what people is it plausible i mean i guess anything's plausible i suppose Um, like the government has stores of stuff in places right like gold and i don't know cheese government cheese government cheese i'm just really that's all i need in life is golden cheese golden cheese (laughs) cheese is gold in my world so you know i i just really hope that by really getting excited and showing my enthusiasm for this story i'm really really hoping that they pick me when society does collapse i'll be like hey guys i know about your tunnel it's fine let me in (laughs) i'll be like pounding on one of the doors let me in i talked about you i talked about you on a podcast (laughs) you gotta knock on the leg of the horse and it's probably trap door that takes you down to the golden cheese room Mm, that sounds like hang out with all the freemasons (laughs) the illuminati which is just my grandparents (laughs) (laughs) oh it's just a bunch of grandpas hanging out down there drinking coffee hey we built this place pretty cool huh yeah i remember it back in its glory days (laughs) back before that horse was driving people away (laughs) but yeah so that's a good uh, one i like yeah that that was fun i was having a lot of fun researching that but uh Yeah, so let's, uh, before we get to yours, let's uh, take a quick break and hear from our sponsor. Okay, we are back. And now I'm going to tell you about my conspiracy theory, which I'm pretty fired up about because it is a conspiracy theory turducken, which is a conspiracy theory within a conspiracy theory. I love it. It's always fun. It is that there are no forests on flat earth. Dun, dun, dun. That our earth is currently flat and Forests don't exist. Yes. So Ooh, I'm sure like you're it. familiar with flat earthers. They're uh, they're very well known. Everybody uh, they, they get a lot of press. So they believe that the Earth is not a sphere. It is a flat disk, and that this is an elaborate lie created by everyone from NASA to your kindergarten teacher. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, they're I knew in she was in on it for real. Yeah. <laughs> She was shady. <laughs> I don't remember her name. But yeah, so that that's the basis of that. They the, believe the Earth is flat. But several years ago, in 2016, there was a YouTube video that came out from a, a Crimean man with a name that was made of symbols that I do not know how to pronounce. <laughs> it's not just that it was a complicated name. It was literally in... A different language. A different language, and I could not figure it out. So this guy made a video that's like an hour and a half long called There Are No Forests on Flat Earth, Wake Up. So anytime somebody tells me to wake up, I know that they have a very good and logical point to whatever they're about to tell me. I'm about to get woke. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I've been sleeping. I'm ready to wake up. But I'm not, though. I would like to stay asleep. Literally and figuratively. (laughs) I'd really like to just keep on dreaming about my trees being trees. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, so this thing got hundreds of thousands of views and and it really spawned a lot of uh, discussion and roundtables and like got really serious. But basically what it is, is that what we perceive as forests are actually minuscule imitations of what real forests were thousands of years ago. And trees that we believe are trees are not really trees. They're just bushes. 
because the real trees were enormous, 40 miles high, two miles around. And the reason that we know that these exist is because the evidence is everywhere. 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 This is an ASMR episode. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) The evidence is everywhere. Devil's Tower in Wyoming is the main one that they have. It's a butte. But. Butte. Yes, that that butt is a butte. Yeah, that, that butt is a butte. Anyway, it stands Plateau. up, and they say, "Yeah, they say that these things, flat mountains, any of these these uh, edges of cliffs that stick out, uh, plateaus, all of these are the stumps of what were the enormous trees." Oh, I love this. I'm so sad I've never heard of this before, I but know. I'm very glad that you are teaching me about this because my mind is blown already keep going and (laughs) so the evidence for this is that in this video which you can't watch anymore because it got pulled down Ah, censorship pretty much what he would do was show okay here's a picture of a flat mountain and here's a picture of a tree stump (gasps) and you see how similar they are and sure like in similar uh, in you know in shape or whatever they are similar and he says the only difference is in material and size. Yeah. Those are pretty big differences, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what it is and how big it is. Yeah, That's the Shanda, only difference. You and I are twins, except in the areas that we're not. <laughs> exactly. We are exactly the same, except in all the ways we are different. Exactly. But other than that, twins. Yeah. And that's the main argument is that are you going to believe what geologists say or are you going to believe what you see with your own eyeballs? I have poor eyesight. (laughs) I wore glasses my whole life and I did get LASIK, but I found the LASIK doctor on Groupon. So Mm. after your LASIK, though, did you start to notice Rock formations and tree stumps looking alike. Yeah, I got the conspiracy package on Groupon. <laughs> they zapped lasers into my eyeballs so that I think mountains are trees. <laughs> and airport that. runways are swastikas. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So so obviously this is laughable because it's it it makes no sense. But as I got into it a little bit more, it was kind of like sweet. So Okay, so a a little more specifically about what they're talking about here is that what existed thousands of years ago were these enormous trees and these giant forests, and they're unclear on what exactly happened, but the the larger consensus is that it was a man-made disaster, was that these huge machines cut down these trees, and... And uh, and the evidence of that is that dry riverbeds and some smaller canyons are the tracks of the giant machines that knock down these huge trees. Oh, man, you had me you had me at 
plateaus could be tree stumps. You lost me at glacial plains are actually machine tracks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And like, where are these machines? Because every terrible car that's been built in eternity is parked in someone named Bubba's backyard right now. <laughs> And it seems pretty sketch to me that machines big enough to cut the top off a mountain are just not around. No, 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 no. The trees were made of rocks. The machines were made of biodegradable <laughs> materials. <laughs> We've completely mixed it up. We're, we completely reversed it. Suck it, conspiracy theorists. Uh, I'm going to one-up you yeah. on your theory. Oh, man. What a world of biodegradable backhoe. You're What'd just you scooping. <laughs> You're just scooping <laughs> stuff and and then it it crumbles into the earth. <laughs> and you're like, ah oh, man. <laughs> Order me another one. Kind of like when you have those uh forks made out of like corn or whatever, and then you're eating hot food and they just melt. <laughs> what am I talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know anymore. Uh so yeah, so another part of this is that uh, that rocks, all rock that we have is just debris of of these trees at, when they were knocked down by either machine or a giant nuclear event. And and the evidence for that is that is that volcanoes are not a thing. They are actually just piles of industrial waste and radiation from these nuclear failures that caused the end of giant forests it mm. yeah mm -hmm. yeah and the reason that they erupt is because the chemicals occasionally interact and you know splody splody i always just thought that was earth sharks <laughs> <laughs> i guess i don't know i'm not a scientist <laughs> i don't know <laughs> You're the smartest person I know. <laughs> I went to college. Volcanoes are earth sharks. That's what I learned at The Ohio State University. Buckeyes, <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Hey, watch what you say. I'll set your town on fire. Okay. <laughs> With flaming birds? That's a callback to episode one. I love it. I love it. No, episode two. It's episode We two. just have birds in like every episode, so it's hard to keep track. Keep your bird stories straight. Uh, so, yeah. So the, 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 the other part of this story is, is what we've lost. And this is where it kind of, where it gets a little touching for me. Because the, the idea is that these trees were so enormous that they reached up into the sky and they were sort of celestial beings themselves and they were in communication with the cosmos and they provided they provided support to huge ecosystems within them and the earth was alive these trees were alive and it was all torn down and the earth that we're currently living on is dead and has been dead for thousands of years and we're that is a uh, you know, not that far off, you know, in the, in the idea of deforestation being so, so widespread and, and we're losing a lot of these, these habitats for animals and things. Our I soil is depleted. That's, 
that's a story I'll talk about another time. But yeah, you know, agricultural practices, deforestation. I mean, yeah, I can see it. So the so we're not super off the mark here. So most conspiracy theories are more like, okay, we need to do something about this. But this is more mournful. Like, this is what we missed out on because these trees were enormous and the earth was alive and there was communication between and it sort of gets into the real thing of the mycelial network i don't know that i'm saying that correctly but it's that mushrooms and other plant life are connected through the roots underneath the ground and and they can Mm. communicate and there's there's some like sharing of resources between plants and stuff and they're like this is what the earth was like before and we could have had this but it's dead now, so do 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 do. Also, the earth is flat, die. and um, and don't take a boat too far; you'll fall off. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was listening listening to you talk, and I just had the thought of like, man, if I was on shrooms right now, I'd be mind blown and bawling. Right I know, <laughs> I know, because it is. It's sad to think of that, like it that that there was this. It feels very much like um, I, I just keep getting the feeling of the movie fern gully you remember watching that that was uh, it was very about it was about uh a forest being torn down and and there was a bat that and little tiny people who lived in it which is exactly the scale that we would be if trees were actually that big we would be teeny tiny little people oh yeah yeah so it's kind of precious and yeah. uh yeah if it wasn't so batshit crazy it would be sweet <laughs> I know, right? I don't know. I like it though. I've never heard that. Yeah, it's I a like per- it. It's a little more fringe in the in even within the the flat Earth thing. And so, if you look it up, there are memes, of course, because there are memes for everything. But you can see the comparisons between between like a a, a flat top mountain and a tree stump, and decide to believe your eyes or not. <laughs> I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna now. <laughs> I'm gonna be a diehard. What what are they called? Tr- giant treeers? No, yeah, <laughs> like, sure. <laughs> Is it like flat earthers? No, no forest, no forest on flat earth. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I had. They have a cute name. I would have written that down. Oh, sorry. You're gonna have to get on it right after you get on uh, the name for our listeners. The passers? The passers. <laughs> that sounds like they're either dying or farting. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe both. <laughs> who <Yeah>. knows? <laughs> We're really big in the in the community of people who have a terminal farting illness. <laughs> if we do love a we do love a good fart joke on the show. Yeah. So <laughs> if farts were terminal, my dog would be so dead. Uh, yeah, I, our dog smells like he's already dead from his farts. Pretty sure he died like a year ago. It's just (laughs) nasty dog farts. Yeah. (laughs) And on that note, nasty dog farts. This was a good one. I like it. I think we can do many conspiracy theories because there Uh, are more that are so great. Agreed. Yeah. I need to start, uh, looking up fringe those really really fringe yeah. ones like you just did that's it's just that'd be fun. five people somewhere telling See, you to I'm wake s- up I wake know. up the problem though is is i'm very susceptible to these things 
you're gonna find me uh, you'll be like hey how's your research going i'll be like I'll be like that Charlie Day meme where yeah. it's like, <laughs> he's all crazy eyed. He's got all these like lines up on the wall. It's all connected, man. It's, it's all, all connected, connected, man. They know all about it. There's so much cheese under the airport. <laughs> the Illuminati killed the giant trees. <laughs> With their big machines. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. Well, way too, I'm way too gullible for that. <laughs> Well, uh, that's it. We did it. That's our show. That's our conspiracy theory show. I enjoyed it. I hope you did too. All, uh, all our listeners, thank you so much for listening. And I hope that you share this show with your best friend. And definitely get on and rate and review if you're listening on iTunes. It's super easy to do. And we benefit greatly from that. Also, it just makes my heart happy. I get on there and check it. And somebody <laughs> wrote something nice. So, uh, yeah, you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Send us messages about things that you want us to talk about or things that you thought about while you were listening. I want to hear I want to hear favorite your favorite conspiracies. Weird... Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about some weird crap you think. <laughs> what if you're lucky, we'll make fun of you on our show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, we also uh, want to give a special thanks to Tyler Morgan for recording, editing, and uh, producing the show. We want to thank you guys for listening, as always. For Shanda Sung, I am Ashley Morgan. Join us again next time on Passing Notes with Ashley and Shanda. You didn't eat? Then you can't have a dessert if you didn't eat. They bulldozed my home and turned it into a Dollar General. The dealers are great, but my heart is aching. 